Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, March 28th. After another horrific school shooting, lawmakers in Washington remain divided and reading from their usual scripts, as we have seen time and time again. This unique American tragedy playing out again, this time the Nashville community was struck by gun violence in a school. On Monday, a 28-year-old shooter killed three children and three adults at a private Christian elementary school. The three kids were all nine years old, Evelyn Dickhouse, Haley Scruggs, and William Kinney. Their names were released by police around the same time they would have been going home from Covenant School for the day. The three adults were all in their early 60s, Cynthia Peake, Catherine Kuntz, and Mike Hill. The shooter was killed during gunfire with police, who was once a student at the school. Authorities say the shooter purchased at least seven guns legally, three of which were used in the shooting. Police said two were AR-style weapons. Police say the shooting unfolded over about 14 minutes. They released body cam footage of the attack today. Before we play some of that, I just want to warn, it is disturbing. This shooting in Tennessee means there now have been more mass shootings in the United States this year than there have been days. At least 131 mass shootings, according to the Gun Violence Archive. And firearms were the leading cause of death among children and adolescents in 2021 for the second year in a row. That's according to a CNN analysis of data from the CDC. So once again, many in a community and beyond are turning to lawmakers to do something. It's absolutely devastating, and it just calls again for change to happen because this cannot continue to happen. This shouldn't be normal life. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying, and why are we failing them? We're not safe anywhere. We're not safe in schools. We're not safe when we go out to eat. We're not safe in church. We're not safe at the Waffle House. President Biden immediately renewed his call on Congress to pass an assault weapons ban. We have to do more to protect our schools so they aren't turned into prisons. So I call on Congress again to pass my assault weapons ban. It's about time that we began to make some more progress. Today, As he was leaving the White House to head to North Carolina, President Biden said he thinks he's done all he can do from an executive standpoint to stop these tragedies from happening again. And now he says it's up to Congress. As a nation, we owe these families more than our prayers. We owe them action. You know, we have to do more to stop this gun violence, ripping communities apart, ripping apart the soul of this nation, to protect our children so they learn how to read and write instead of duck and cover in the classroom. But this comes down to very simple legislative math. And the votes are not there to pass an assault weapons ban or take any other dramatic measure that may curb this scourge of gun violence. 
Yes, Republicans control the House of Representatives now. But remember, when Democrats controlled both the House and the Senate, there weren't votes there to pass a new assault weapons ban. That's because the 60 vote threshold in the Senate meant that all the Democrats and Republicans had to get on board with that. And that wasn't going to happen. Even if you got a sufficient number of Republicans, not all the Democrats were on board with it in the United States Senate. It is because of that reality that three senior administration officials told CNN that the White House is not currently planning a new major push around gun safety reform. House Majority Leader Steve Scalise, the number two Republican in the House of Representatives, said today his priority right now is to pray for the victims and their families. And he was accusing Democrats of politicizing this issue. Let's get the facts uh, and let's let's work to see if there's something that we can do to help secure schools. We've talked about things that we can do. And it just seems like on the other side, all they want to do is take guns away from law abiding citizens before they even know the facts. We've talked about the need to improve mental health uh, in this country. And that's been a driver of a lot of these shootings as well. But some Democrats, like Richard Blumenthal, the senator from Connecticut, wants the Senate to vote on a semi-automatic weapons ban anyway to put everyone on record. We know that a ban on assault weapons sales can work. We know it from Connecticut. Americans are sickened. They are fed up with inaction on assault weapons. The American people deserve to know where each and every member of Congress stands on banning these weapons of war that are involved again and again and again in these mass murders. The state of Connecticut banned certain semi-automatic assault weapons and large-capacity magazines after the Sandy Hook shooting back in 2012. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer wouldn't address today whether he would force a vote or not. Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin told reporters that he's not very hopeful that the Senate can pass gun legislation in this Congress, but that, quote, we have to try. Over in the House, the Democratic caucus chair Pete Aguilar slammed Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker. So shame on Speaker McCarthy for not bringing something up, for not announcing uh, that we can and do more. All we're going to get are thoughts and prayers out of their Twitter accounts, and that's not enough. And Congressman Ted Lieu, a Democrat, attacked Republicans for delaying a Judiciary Committee hearing on guns that was scheduled for today. They canceled the hearing. Now, why would they do that? If they honestly believe, as they say, that arming more Americans with more guns would make us safer, they would have held the hearing and had that as a solution. But they didn't do that. They ran away. The Judiciary Committee postponed a scheduled markup of a gun rights resolution. House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan, Republican of Ohio, told CNN that, quote, Democrats were going to make it all about politics instead about the constitutional issue that it is. He told my colleague Manu Raju today, quote, the Second Amendment is the Second Amendment. I believe in the Second Amendment and we shouldn't penalize law abiding American citizens. Senator John Cornyn, Republican of Texas, one of the most senior Republicans in the Senate, made similar comments yesterday about concern about additional action that would potentially infringe on Second Amendment rights. Now, remember, he was the lead GOP negotiator who helped pass a gun safety reform bill last year that President Biden signed into law. Here's a quick refresher of what was in that law. It provided funding for school safety, mental health, and state crisis intervention programs. That includes money for states to implement and manage red flag programs, which are aimed at keeping guns out of the hands of those who pose a threat to themselves or others. It also implemented new protocols for background checks for those between the ages of 18 to 21. 
Republican Senator Cynthia Lummis agreed with what Cornyn said yesterday. She doesn't believe there's much room for congressional action at this point. We can't solve everything with legislation. Uh, So much of these are cultural issues, uh, and the people in the culture uh, have a lot of uh, soul-searching to do. A Nashville council member at large, Sharon Hurt, was on CNN Today pushing back on this notion that dealing with mental health issues will solve the gun crisis. Give a listen. The gun did not have any idea that someone with a mental health issue was behind the trigger. I think the combination is a disastrous, tragic outcome as we witnessed on yesterday. We must have a national ban on assault weapons. The urgency is here. How many more people must die? As I said at the top, there seems to be a script that gets taken off the shelf, opened up, and read from after each of these horrific incidents. And everybody sort of plays to type in their partisan corner. I can assure you, if that continues to be the response out of Washington, not much is ever going to get done to solve this crisis and make children safer. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.